You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. It's October 15th, 2015. I'm Nicole Bennett. Today's episode, one IOC member tells Around the Rings that the Olympic movement is looking to attract a younger audience. I spoke with Angela Ruggiero, IOC member and chairman of the IOC Coordination Commission for the second Winter Youth Olympic Games on Thursday. The commission wrapped up its latest meeting in Lillehammer on October 6th. The Norwegian town is hosting the 2016 Winter Yog February 12th the 21st. Over 1,000 athletes ages 15 to 18 from 70 countries will compete in 70 medal events. Members of the IOC Coordination Commission for Lillehammer 2016 include Rene Fassel, Jean-Franco Casper, Adam Pengilly, and Yang Yang. Ruggiero says there are still loose ends to tie up in Lillehammer, but she is confident that organizers will put on a great winter yog next February. The organizing committee in Lillehammer has done a, a fantastic job. Obviously, they have the uh, the history and tradition of, of hosting, you know, the Olympics back in 94 and, and just have such a strong history of winter sport in general. So, um, you know, really what I think the last four months will be focused on is, is just tying everything together and, and really getting their operational uh, plan uh, in place. But I feel very confident as chair that they'll, they'll be ready. What's the mood like in the city? Do the locals seem excited about the games? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we've we've been going there for a few years now, and you're just starting to see the signs going up, and you, you, you see the logo, and I think the, you know, strong support, I think, from the, from the government officials, too, is that they recognize this is right around the corner, and, um, and uh, yeah, the atmosphere here definitely seems to be building. Um, so, less, you know, about 100 days left, I think, uh, there'll be more signs going up and more um, excitement around it. Um, we just had, um, you know, the, the chef de mission seminar. We had the ambassadors come in, uh, our last COCOM. So there's just, I think, a, a really keen focus on, on, on preparations right now. And I was going to ask you about the Chef de Mission Seminar. I know it was 98 representatives or so from 67 countries. What was that like, and, and what was what was the, I guess, uh, agenda for the seminar? Yeah, it, 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 happened, it occurred just before the, uh, the Coordination Commission, and, um, you know, really an opportunity, I think, for all the, the NOCs uh, to send their representatives to get a sense for what, what this edition of the AUG will look like, um, ask questions, you know, there's a ton of information. I know that the uh, organizing committee provided, um, you know, they had a tour of the village, uh, tour of the venues, just really get a sense of, of what this, what these uh, Youth Olympics will look like. And um, yeah, a lot of really good feedback and I think a lot um, of information um, will go back to all the NOCs and, and will help fine-tune the plans and also um, uh, be an opportunity just to have you know, build excitement in every country um, for what's to come in, in 100 days. And I know you've touched on this a little, uh, challenges or what's ahead for Lillehammer in the next few months and, and coming days. So aside from tying everything up, tying up loose ends, like you said, what would you say is another challenge they may face in, in the coming, I guess, 100 days, like you said? Yeah, I think, you know, with, I think any Youth Olympics, um, doesn't have the same opportunity as the Olympic Games to have their test events to really test test their operational plans. Um, you know, how does the transport system work with the accommodation with, you know, all the, the athletes? Um, so you're, you know, you don't, you don't have the opportunity of a dry run. So I think it's, it's ever more important 
for um, for Lohammer organizing committee just to make sure everyone's on the same page and and um, and knows exactly what to do when. And you know they've they've invested a ton in this. They have really strong leadership um, in their you know their chair and in their CEO and all their management. So um, at this point, it's just. They, they have it on paper, and, and now um, it's time to make sure everyone understands that and executes against it. In other Olympic news, I also took the opportunity to ask Ruggiero for her thoughts on Tokyo 2020's proposed additional events. The organizing committee has suggested 18 additional events in five sports, baseball, softball, karate, skateboarding, sports climbing, and surfing, for inclusion at the 2020 Olympic Games. The additional events are the biggest ever for an Olympics of the recent era. The 18 events would result in an extra 474 athletes taking part in the Tokyo Games, joining the program of 20 sports. Ruggiero says that she's very excited about the additional events and thinks the sports up for inclusion will attract younger athletes and younger fans to the Olympic Games. One, I just believe it, it shows um, just how effective the Agenda 2020 is. Um, one, you have the opportunity for a host nation like Japan that has, a, a, again, again, a history of baseball and softball being able to adapt to the local um, circumstances and, you know, they'll be packed, I'm sure. <laughs> but then on the other side, you have um, sports, you know, like surfing or skateboarding, getting the opportunity, sports climbing for the first time to um, to innovate in, at the Olympic Games, to under, you know, to, to expose them to the Olympic um, movement. And, you know, a big focus, obviously, of, of Agenda 2020 is focusing on youth and Everyone, I think, sees how these younger sports, these newer sports are, are you know, where, where young people are, are going. Um, and so I, I just think the, the all five sports having the opportunity to be on the program um, for different reasons, just as the flexibility, adaptability, um, sustainability really, really of, the, of the movement. And uh, you have to thank Agenda 2020 for, for really providing that. So I'm excited, obviously. Um, I'm from California originally, so having, you know, surfing in there and skateboarding, I grew up not doing it personally because I was playing ice hockey, but it was all around me and, and to see that, that the um, IOC and, and its membership um, is now, um, you know, working with the organizing committee and, and really listening to the organizing committee to say, what do you want? And, um, and, and working in, in partnership, it's, it's an exciting time, I think, for the movement. Well, and you mentioned this, um, the... I, the focus that Tokyo 2020 said of the additional events and, and those that were chosen was it was that they're designed to attract youth to the Olympic Games. Do you think, I mean, that can only be a good thing, right, for the Olympic movement? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, obviously, the Olympic Games are one of the longest standing traditions um, in sports, so you don't want to, you know, disregard the traditional sports, but at the same time, the importance of innovation, the importance of, um, you know, um, looking at who your, who your base is. If we're trying to attract youth, obviously going to where they are, um, if that's in the skate parks, if that's on the ways, if that's sports climbing, whatever the case may be, um, it's exciting to have, um, have that on the program. Um, we've seen how snowboarding a few years ago, when that was introduced, you know, it was very new, people were 
uncertain what the effect it would have, and now it's one of the largest draws in the in the Winter Games. Um, so having that, I guess, that same mentality across the whole spectrum of sport, I think, is 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 vitally important to the movement, and um, and will continue to allow the Olympic movement to prosper. Um, really, that that flexibility again and identification of where the you know where kids, where youth, where where sport moving and um, and being flexible. And of the Olympic leaders that you've spoken to, I know you can't really speak for them, but do you get a general feel for the reaction? Are people mainly excited, or is anybody worried about the execution of actually implementing the new events and, and the new program for the 2020 Games? No, I don't think. I think we obviously have tremendous faith in the organizing committee, and, and you know, the IOC will work very closely with them to ensure that um, you know, there's a, there's a strong partnership for the implementation side. But, you know, I've seen it on the Youth Olympics side. I mean, that's what's really exciting, you know, talking back about Lohammer. I mean, they have new sports on the agenda, Monobob for the first time, for example, where the Bobsled Federation is, you know, allowed to um, test the waters to try a new sport, try a new discipline. We saw the success of three-on-three basketball in Singapore, and now they're, you know, Basketball Federation is designed to get that on the Olympic platform. So um, that's not to say the Olympic Games can't do the same thing, to have, again, this flexibility and, um, you know, close partnership, obviously, with, with the IOC and the organizing committee to execute. But I think, it's, again, I'll reiterate, I think it's a great thing for the movement and of the members I've spoken to. I think they're really excited that, that that's the direction we're heading. Again, that was Angela Ruggiero, IOC member and chairman of the IOC Coordination Commission for Lilyhammer 2016. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.